Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, Tools to Support Clients with Self-Management. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on July 26, 2017. This webinar is presented by the Lewin Group in collaboration with SAMHSA HRSA Center for Integrated Health Solutions and is supported through the Medicare-Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to ensuring beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes the full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations in care models. To learn more about current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care. In this podcast, Alexis Esteman, consultant at the Lewin Group, provides an overview of the Action Plan Selection Guide. To provide some background before diving into our Action Plan Selection Guide resource, self-management support is a long-term, continuous process toward recovery that seeks to improve client skills in managing their own health conditions. Action planning is one of six skills that promotes sex successful self-management. Next slide, please. It involves targeted goal setting and working with clients and their natural support to develop short-term objectives for their health. Action plans include specific steps to manage crises and help facilitate shared decision-making among the care team. Action planning is particularly useful for clients with mental illness, substance abuse disorders, or chronic physical health conditions. Next slide, please. The RIC Action Plan Selection Guide helps behavioral health providers choose action plans that best meet the needs of their clients and their organization. The tool identifies core features of available action plans that may be useful to providers in selecting the appropriate action plan for their clients. For the action plans included in the guide, there's information on the client population, intervention, estimated time per action planning section, frequency of updates, approach to goal setting, identifying warning signs, and client self-rated scales. Next slide. Researchers have evaluated some of the action plans in randomized controlled trials, whereas others have not undergone peer-reviewed evaluations. But our guide includes whether there are peer-reviewed studies that demonstrate the effectiveness of each plan. Next slide. And lastly, the action plan guide provides key details on how to operationalize the plans. We have information on staff training, certifications, requirements, costs, fidelity tools, and other resources. Next slide. The slide in front of you shows the full list of action plans that we have included in our selection guide. And today we're going to hear more about the last two plans on this list, the Wellness Recovery Action Plan and the Whole Health Action Management Plan. So at this time, I'm going to pass the presentation to Larry to talk a bit about the Whole Health Action Management Plan, or WAM. 